Hey, this is Dana Miette, and you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide Podcast. If you want the real long version of what this podcast is about, go on over to the first episodes, but I'm going to keep this short and sweet now that we got a couple episodes under our belt. This podcast is made for teens, but it's really welcome to anyone who wants to learn more about their faith as we tackle the tough topics about life. If you have any topic requests, please email me at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. Any Bible will do, but if you want to follow along what Bible I will be reading out of, it will always be the New American Standard Bible. May God bless you, and I cannot wait to start this journey with you. What's up, guys? I hope you're doing good. Today's topic is being content, and as always, let's start with a prayer. Dear God, Lord, we can't do this without you, God. It's your spirit inside of us that has given me the words today, God. And we pray that everyone listening feels that same spirit, because I know without you, I could do nothing. And if they don't know it, they can't do anything without you either, God. We pray that you guide us. We pray that no matter what our circumstance is, in every single circumstance that we learn, to be content because we learn to rely on you, your word, your truths, your promises, your spirit inside of us, God. You live in us and that's what brings us joy. That's what brings us peace. That's what gives us the knowledge that doesn't come from us but comes from you and that knowledge can help others and it can help ourselves be content it can help us with the fight of our daily battles our battles of our mind all those trials that come our way lord let us be content because you've given us that gift of contentment you've given us a gift of your word and your love and your promises that can make content lord god guide us today god strengthen us let us pause take a deep breath and receive the wisdom you're giving us in your name we pray amen all right guys i'm not gonna lie to you i tell you all the time i like to be transparent um i think a lot of times when people talk scripture or just you know different things in their life just talk to people in general um we like to say i'm fine everything's fine everything's good and we're not always transparent and i told you i'd be an open book and so that's what i always try to be um this is the third time i've recorded just the what's up guys in prayer part um i finally had time to do another podcast i was excited to do another podcast and i felt like you know the message was good. God gave it to me. I felt blessed that he's given it to me. Part of, like I said, kind of this little series of four podcasts that kind of sync together. Um, and then I went to talk and couldn't. And I had to take some deep breaths. I had to pray. And I had to, you know, ask God to fill me with his words, his wisdom, and his spirit. And although still not feeling it as a human, um, I'm relying and hoping that the words that come out of my mouth are his as always, but a little bit extra today. Because like I said, we're not always feeling it, but God calls us no matter what to do his will. And I want to do the podcast today. I want to speak to you today, you know, spread the gospel as much as I can because he has saved me from so much. Um, and I'll forever be grateful and spreading his word brings me joy and peace as well. Um, but just being a little transparent today, because I think sometimes we don't do that. I think sometimes we think people are happy all the time. And like I said, when I share my things with you guys, my trials, I'm not trying to complain. I'm not trying to vent on here or any of that kind of stuff. What I'm trying to do is show you that, you know, you're normal. Everybody's going to go through trials. Um, it doesn't matter how strong in your faith you are. Everybody's going to have those moments that even if you're a priest or a preacher or an average Joe like me doing a podcast where even though, you know, you, you're going to talk about the faith doesn't always mean you're confident doesn't always mean it's going to be on a good day but God calls us to push through um so hopefully that encourages you you know that randomly came to me so I'm gonna say that that came from my prayer of give me the words to say but back to our topic today of being content in our world today you know sometimes 
sometimes it's hard to be content because even when we have things, there's always more things we can get. Um, just kind of like talking about last time, you know, dealing with emptiness is, you know, we don't often feel content. We often more feel the opposite. We all often feel empty because what we're trying to get our contentment in is the wrong things. We're focused on the worldly view, the worldly objective, um, and it's hard to be content, um, which again makes us empty, which we learned how to deal with emptiness. So um, today I kind of wanted to touch that. I know for me, you know, I have a lot of times I'm not content. Um, God has given me so many blessings, yet the one thing that I failed on and the one thing God didn't give me is the one thing I focus on instead of being content in my circumstances and being content with where he's placed. Um, even with my own life, you know, being a mom now, um, and about to be a mama too, but being a mom now, um, sometimes I don't get to go travel as much as I want to or go out as much as I used to go out to like baseball games and all the different sporting events. You kind of lose a little bit of that freedom, which you love your children and your happily glad to do it but sometimes it's hard to be content in those circumstances and I watch these people and again comparing false truths but I watch friends on Facebook that's just so happy to stay at home with their kids all day and I'm just like if I stayed in the same four walls all day long and just cooked pancakes I'm gonna lose my mind um not that I don't love my kids we going out to the park or something but the point is um contentment is hard being content with what's going on uh can be tough and I, I think about you know for high school age being content with our friend group if it's one or two people sometimes we want it to be more or you know being content with our social status things like that being content when um the boy that we thought we were going to marry decides that he doesn't want to be with us you know high school breakups college breakup even divorces I mean it's crazy I know some people that after 25 years got a divorce how do you become content in that how does you know you get through that um and so the whole way before we start on this the whole reason this kind of reflection happened was you know we've all heard I would assume if you're new to the Bible maybe not but that's okay but if you've just seen scripture places this one kind of comes up a lot which is Philippians chapter 4 and it is verse 13 which again I'm reading I'm always going to be reading out of the great American Venture Bible it says I can do all things in him who strengthens me and that one is such like I said as far as popularity of Bible verses are most common you know lots of people know that one and although I know better than to ever read verses out of context you know like I said I try to surround myself with scripture all the time so on my Instagram or on my Facebook or just you know through random devotionals I'll get little scriptures that just focus on that one scripture verse and not you know the whole passage itself so this is one I've heard you know a bunch of times but it wasn't till I was looking through one of my um, devotionals that my husband gave me um which praise God I'm gonna say a positive my husband gave me a devotional that's a big step for us and I was very excited about that he's such a sweetie for doing that and supporting me but he and my daughter picked out this devotional and it was on Philippians chapter 4 but it was verses 10 through 14 and still not the whole not the whole um chapter even but just going back those few verses and going one more forward really kind of changed the whole dynamic of my thinking of that verse and so 
that's kind of what I wanted to go over with you today and kind of see, you know, like I said, it does say I can do all things through him who strengthens me. But how do we get to that point? How do we get to the point that we're content in all things, that we can do all things? That sounds wonderful. It sounds great. But realistically, we know that's not always real life situation. So what Paul does in Philippians is he actually maps it out for us. And like I said, most of us miss it. I know I did. Um, Some of you maybe, you know, are like, seriously, how'd you miss it? But that's where I'm at. Um, And I have a feeling most of you were there with me. So we're going to read that right now. So starting with verse 10, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I complain of want, for I have learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to be about. And in any and all circumstances, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and want. I can do all things in Christ who strengthens. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. So just we'll back up to verse 10. The reason I wanted verse 10 in there was to kind of show, you know, what happened before that. So the Philippians were helping him out, um, you know, like giving him money and different things um, while he was in prison so he can have food and basic needs. They didn't take care of the prisoners. Um, so other people would have to or the prisoners would just die. Um, and that's going by memory. You can look up exactly what the money went to. But as far as my knowledge was, it was really to keep him having food and provide for him. And so while Paul is writing this letter to him, he wants to acknowledge to them that he is very grateful for that. But I also love that while it is important to give, you know, Thanksgiving, that he also points out and teaches them something along the way. And like I said, that's in verse 11. So it says, not that I could point of want, for I've learned in whatever state I've in to be. And that's where, like I said, it just struck me hard. And I love the word he used. He said, for I have learned whatever state I'm in to be content. So he's saying, he's teaching you how to be content. First, we have to understand it's a learned behavior. We have to learn to be content. It's not going to come easy. It's not going to be natural. Um, It's going to be through tests, through trials, through prayer, through trusting God, through scripture, um, learning to be content. Having those experiences in our lives that we learn from. Um, Are we rushing through our experiences to where we're not learning from them? I know a lot of time with me, um, I have the issue that, you know, when times get tough, you know, I'm just kind of counting down. Okay, well, today's a rough day, but you know, oh, my birthday day's coming up, it'll be better. Or, oh, I'm sad today, but with time, it'll get better. Um, And my question is, are we content or do we wait for time to pass um, to be content? Are we learning from that situation and growing? God put that situation in our path for a reason. Sometimes that reason is personal sin choices we made. And, you know, because of those sin choices we made, it this happens as a result. Other times it's, you know, just things that happen in the world that don't involve us at all. Like when someone dies, you know, that's not typically our fault, but it's still situations we have to go through. And so the first step in being content is that you have to learn how to be content in whatever state you're in. And so my challenge to you when thinking about contentment is when you face that trial, are you reflecting? Are you trying to learn from it? So that way you can be content and have full trust. Are you taking the time and saying, you know, how can I grow from this? How can this help me? Not making everything 
everything about yourself. Obviously, you know, if you have someone dying of cancer, you need to focus on them and their needs and praying. But whatever trial is, you know, hurting you, whatever it is you're going through, are you taking time to learn from it? Because if you're not taking time to acknowledge it and learn some things from it and grow from it, you're and just waiting for the next thing to happen or waiting for time to heal you, you're never going to be content when that trial comes back again. You're not going to know how to handle it. Um, a lot of my situations that I'm going through that I have failed, like I told you a million times, failed and failed and failed again, but I've done so much reflecting and prayer on it that I know if the situation came again, I'm not saying I wouldn't fail again, but I know I would definitely have a different approach um, and handle some things differently. Um, but it's still something learning and reflecting on. And so that's what he's saying. Whatever state he's in, he's learned to be content. Then it says, I know how to be a base, which means um, power in rank. So he knows if he's high in power rank or low in power rank, that don't matter. Abound, meaning having a lot, okay, um, in all circumstances. And he's learned of the secret of facing plenty and hunger and abundance and want. So what he's specifically saying is he's learned to be content when he's high on the mountaintop and everything's going good, but he's also learned even through hunger, even through trial, even through, you know, being in prison and chained that, you know, through God's truth and through reading scripture and putting his focus on prayer and how he can learn for it, he can be content in every circumstance. And then when we do that, that's when verse 13 comes in. I can do all things in him who strengthens me. So if we want God's strength to be able to handle all things and do all things, first we have to be content in all things. And the way we do that is when trials come our way, instead of trying to rush through them, instead of kind of hoping they pass, you know, embracing what is God trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I trust God and see his goodness even when it doesn't make sense? Because remember, like a good dear friend whom I love very much once told me, um, it wasn't a surprise to God. Your circumstance was not a surprise to him. It did not shock him. Um, and it's not going to affect him. He is not going to change just because of your circumstance. He's still going to be good. He's still going to be faithful. He's still going to be loving. And so we just have to let him in. We have to ask him, God, what do I need to learn from this? Reflect on it. You know, don't make it a regret thing. You know, don't like guilt yourself up and think about it over and over and over and over again. I'm guilty of that. But reflect from it, learn from it, and learn how to be content in it through the time of trial. And then that way you can get past it. And then that way, like I said, then you can do all things in him who strengthens you because he will give you the strength, but you have to be content in whatever state you're in. And that's a learned behavior. And I love that Paul pointed that out. I hope that helped you. God bless y'all. Have a good week. Whatever may come your way, hopefully good things. But if it's trials or even in the good things, don't become too content in those if they're good things or don't overdo it with those um, kind of situations. But instead be content in whatever circumstance, good or bad, find his love in it, find his lesson. And of course, praise God because he's doing it because he loves you and wants that bond with you in that relationship with you. He's either growing you in some way or showing his love and faithfulness to you. So hope that helped. Have a good week. Peace.